Welcome to my dumb friends is Sean Donnelly. He says hi to his neighbors like my- it's the 1940s in New York. <laughs> and the war just ended. Uh, it's my it's my Polish landlady. Oh, nice. Well, I said, I said hello in, in Polish. I tell said, Jen Dobre. Um, She's about 70 years old. Do you want me to ask her after you? She, you're coming on way too strong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and for a Polish person to say that, that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty strong. Right. Well, you know, just an, another blow off tonight from another girl. So <laughs> we're really on a roll. Uh, uh, guys, our and girls, our guest today is the amazingly talented Corn Mo. Corn Mo uh, has had... Such a, I, I, I love his stuff. Thank I was you. listening to Bye Bye Girls again last night. The song is amazing. And uh, you've uh, been on Jimmy Kimmel. You've opened for They Might Be Giants. You've opened for Ben Folds. And now you're opening for Nick Offerman, right? Sometimes, yeah. When when he need, when he Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're on this podcast. Yeah. We just went and got steak. That's about it. That's oh, a big you? deal. You say that like a drifter. You, I guess you are a drifter. <laughs> Sometimes he gives me beans that aren't in a can. <laughs> Where did you guys go get steak? Keens. He uh, got a benefit, and uh, the whoever won this raffle or bidding thing, whatever they did, uh, got a free steak dinner with Nick Offerman. You had to sit with the guy. Nick was in like the next table. He had a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and his plus one. And I was his plus one for the. The steak date. Yeah, that oh, must have made awesome. it a lot better for him to have a plus one for the. Is it cool working well, yeah. with that guy? Oh, he's he's a beautiful, nice, nice guy. Him yeah. and his wife Megan. Has nice. he made you stuff yet? Because he's like an amazing carpenter, right? Uh, yeah, he's an amazing carpenter. My my buddy is a carpenter. Yeah. Like watches his videos online and like he's like, oh yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's got a great shop. I I helped, well, quote helped with his canoe. Like he let me, uh, because I'm not a carpenter. So right. So like the little. Are you handy? Kid. Are you handy at all? Or yeah, I mean, I am handy, but like I'm not skilled. Handy. Right. Yeah. I just, I just cl- something clicks and I get handy real quick. When oh, I that's good though. Yeah. That's like survival method. <laughs> I, I got out of it. talking like a '70s hero, like an early. <laughs> like, I get true. handy real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just How like, do you get real? Are you good with a switch? Like, when, what does that mean? When things get hairy, I get handy. <laughs> I, I was dating this girl and I, she had this this Volvo and I was going to Hershey, Pennsylvania. And you, uh, still, you talk like it's Bruce Springsteen, even though it's Volvo. She had this Volvo when I was going to Pennsylvania. She was my last chance in a dark night. <laughs> I was going to something important, and I, uh, the, the, the car died right outside the Holland Tunnel on the Jersey side. Oh, sure. So I went over to that Dunkin' Very Donuts that I always stop at yeah. before I get on the road. And, um, and uh, I called to get a tow truck to get back into Manhattan to go to a Volvo station. But it was fucking like three hundred. Can I say that on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. It's like three hundred dollars to just to. Or, so I found a guy that was gonna take me one in in Jersey, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I gotta go here, and then I gotta go Hershey, and then I gotta be back by Monday to get. So something clicked, and I opened the car and just fixed it. Wow. You just fixed it. Yeah, I just looked you at just it. Just new. No, just, you know, it's like one of those things where you, like, survivalist mode, you're like, fuck, I don't want to spend $300. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, you're spending 300 is like somebody getting attacked by a bear. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just looked it over, looked it over, and I said, oh, I'll, let's see if this works, and it worked, and I drove What did off. you do? There was, like, uh, two arms where the, uh, uh, when you, when you uh, the throttle, I guess it was right. the equivalent of the throttle, and it, it was, the ball was out of its little socket, and so I put it together and just... 
squeezed it till it popped, I guess. You're more of a man than anyone. Well, Tom's kind of a man, I Tom's guess. Tom's a man. I don't think Tom's it's a man. I just man. want to spend $300. Yeah, but that's yeah. a man so move. I, a man. So Are I you? called the guy and I go, hey, don't come. Wait, what? Did you call somebody else? What, what's the matter? Why, I, I, get the, I had this job. No, no, I fixed it. Why would you give the job to somebody else? No, no, you're not listening. I fixed it. <laughs> Why would you give the job to somebody else? I was already on the job. I'm on my way. I'm, I'm like 10 minutes away. This is like you a Raymond that, Carver story. You told me that an hour ago. You're 10 minutes away. But I fixed it. So don't come. I'm just telling you, don't come. Yeah, and I'm I being drove, courteous by giving you a yeah. call. I can just drive away. So I drove to Hershey and <laughs> saved 300 bucks. <laughs> Met a girl down there. And spent it all on chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> you come with this, this huge Cornmo-sized chocolate <laughs> bar. Is that a fucking wolf ring? What is that? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. The, that's what helped you fix your car. I feel like everyone that Cher dated wore that at some point. Yeah, that was a weird reference. Well, it was what great. did you say? You think what? Everyone who Cher dated wore that. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I faked my death as Greg Allman, yeah. I kept one thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the, Greg Allman's not the real Greg Allman. Oh, man. Are you Handy Dan? Are you? Oh, come on. <laughs> That'd be, I don't know. That's a great name, though. Handy Dan. Handy Dan. Yeah. I, I, I could be. Sure I need a real are. personality change soon. I feel like I'm <laughs> my, on the back nine of this You know, my dad was... I'm not handy at all. I'm, like, terrible at that stuff. Yeah. And my dad used to... He told me when I was a kid, he's like, I'm going to send you to my friend Bob's for the summer, and you're going to learn how to do stuff. Did he you cry? No, I didn't even end up going. I went for, like, two days, and then I didn't have to go anymore. <laughs> yeah. Because his friend Bob knows how to, like, fix motorcycles and build... Like decks and your whole life would have been different. My whole life would have been different. I would have been a mason right now. Mm. I would have been like I would have been a traveler, you traveling like you mason. Be wearing long black gloves. <laughs> Sean and I have just embarked on a weight loss challenge. The first one to lose thirty pounds pays the other person two hundred bucks. We should have a big grandiose name. For, what do you want to call it? Uh, save fat guys. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like fucking downhill. It's going downhill. It's I, you know, it's going. No, it's supposed to be a positive thing. Because we're losing weight. Size hope. <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just put the name Oprah in it. Anything with Oprah in it. This is called Oprah's Weight Loss Challenge. Oprah's, yeah, me and Sean are doing Oprah's Weight Loss Challenge. And people just think it's a real thing Oprah's doing. Yeah. <laughs> She's sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Oprah. We had her on a couple times, but we didn't, we didn't put the episodes out. This is what Sean thinks is healthy. He has a kind bar. <laughs> This is the beginning of the weight loss The challenge. only kind bar with dark chocolate and sea salt, <laughs> which is just a candy bar. Well, it's only five grams of sugar, though. Yeah, but what? Uh, there's all this other shit. 14 grams there, of fat. 14 grams of fat. All right. All right. Thanks, Tom. Shut up, Tom. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> dark, dark chocolate, nuts, and sea salt. It's got, like, almonds in it and, I think, flaxseed and stuff like that. I right. Think, you said that like you really knew what you were talking about, by the way. <laughs> I think, like, I'm, I'm on my way. I'm on my way to losing 30 pounds for the Oprah's Weight Loss <laughs> Challenge. Uh, you're going down. Really, I mean, I hope. What, you, what is your strategy for the Weight Loss Challenge? I mean, dude, I don't I've know got if a gym even, membership. I don't know if we're mentally in it yet. We have to I, really... I, I have a gym membership at Planned Fitness, which I don't know if I've talked about this on this podcast, have I? No. Planned Fitness is the closest to not being a gym that you can be as a gym. Like, the membership desk has just a fucking... Huge jug of Tootsie Rolls right next to it. <laughs> like they're just like, fuck it. We know you're gonna give up. Just 
It's like having a noose over your therapist's couch. <laughs> like this is always an option if this doesn't work out. It's like having food enablers watch you work out. Well, you know, like what I, I really thought that uh, being single this time around was going to be a lot easier. You know, like I, I've gone on a couple days, a few things have happened, but the truth is, it's I'm, I'm just as bad as I was during the last breakup. Whether it's Coming on too strong or just being very overweight or not coming on at all. Like, I have that. If I like a girl, I come on too strong. But if I, I would just want to hook up with a girl, that usually means they want to be my girlfriend. So I'm like, well, what's uh, fuck? <laughs> they don't like that either. <laughs> so right now, just, you know, I was saying this before the podcast, and we're going to talk about it a little later on again. But my love life is in total ruins. And uh, my yeah. personal life feel like I'm in ruins. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sober, which is good, but I, I need to start building back up again. And I feel like this weight loss challenge is really going to get me there, Sean. Well, especially since Oprah's involved, I really think that... <laughs> I think we have to, the next episode, we just have to cry. <laughs> and talk about... You lose weight if you lose, lose enough weight. tears. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I'll lose a little bit of weight. It's the corn mode diet. Just, yeah, just cry on the tap and Z, just cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to do something. I'm starting to feel it. My, You know what? Here it is. I'm feeling it in my thighs. My stomach hasn't even gotten that much better, but my thighs are gargantuan. They just look like fucking tree trunks. Tree trunks. It's it's tree, gross. Big, big those big Saint Germain German Ooh, thighs. Ugh, just fucking disgusting. So I <laughs> I need to do something, man. I, I really am on the. I'm, my, I really feel like this is like the one last hope for the lonely here. To quote <laughs> the name of my play that I wrote in college. Uh, but this uh, is the most serious. Take on a weight loss challenge. He's like, this is my only hope. This is like Rocky's last fight. Every yeah, fucking is, Rocky. This is the Rocky Five of weight loss programs. This is you really. This is like you. This is all you have is this weight loss challenge. That's it. That's it. I, I really have nothing else. <laughs> oh, also, big news. I am leaving for Los Angeles in August. How this will affect the podcast? Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> what do you? You sound like Mark Marin right there. <laughs> we will. I wish we will continue recording the podcast. We're going to be doubling up on episodes as we've been doing. We're going to record a bunch in the two months that I'm still left in New York. Sean will be coming out to LA in September. We're going to be recording a bunch then, and I will be coming out to New York again in December, probably for a couple weeks, staying with so my parents. I have a car that I'll be able to. You know bring what we should do? Let's or- record one at your parents' house. That sounds like you said that excited. Like that's going to be <laughs> fucking cool. Well, I thought we could have your parents on. We could do that, yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. We could do a parent episode. We could bring your mom, too, and she could just faint in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> your, your, With all your colorful language? Yeah, my color. Yeah. <laughs> but we will be. The My Dumb Friend's Dream will continue living on. Saint your maniacs. Um, it will, like, uh, oh, I don't know if you know that, Cormo. No, tell me. He calls his fans Saint your maniacs. That's a nice name. Thank you, Cormo. Yeah, a beacon of positivity on an otherwise <laughs> <Yeah>. dark podcast. <laughs> You're, you're um, <laughs> he's gonna. Oh, also, you should plug the Saint Germaniac shirts that he's gonna have. Did he tell you well, this time? Well, I haven't. Oh, actually, no. I have money coming in now. Uh, some nice nudes. Old Papa Saint Germain sold another show, but we're Whoa. not gonna get into that. Oh, it's, it's, I, I feel weird talking because it's not the fine print. But hopefully, by the time this comes out, it will be the fine print. So cr- professionally, things aren't that bad. Personally, things aren't great right now. But professionally, I'm gonna. You call yeah, me a bad day, Cormo. I had sorry. A, some you conversations could. with my ex girlfriend last night were very sad. <laughs> Uh, very sad. How long ago did you break up? We broke up about two months ago, oh. you know. And then I bring one out. You know, I'll talk about this on another. But uh, the point is, is that uh, you know, we'll talk about this on another podcast. You're, we're you're, supposed to talk about this on the next one. You're moving to L.A. to. I'm to, moving to L.A. I'm starting over. You're gonna hook up with Moon Zappa. 
Moon Zap. But isn't that, you know, yeah, maybe I'll do that. The best thing she's, is you she's just st- hooking up with uh, comedy podcasters. That's, that's well, what yeah. Oh, Tom, is that what it is? Tom is the Perez uh, Hilton of irrelevant <laughs> comedy information. <laughs> the best is you start talking about something and then you go, we'll just talk about this in the next podcast. Well, I just feel like we have so many things we can talk about with Cornmo and, you know, t- stay tuned. For the next uh, couple episodes where Rachel Feinstein will be on giving me love life advice. Yeah, oh, that's right. You wanted to talk about it then. I want to talk about Rachel because, you know, Rachel's from a, a lady's perspective. And Cormo, I feel like, is 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 my uh, is a weird He's your similar. spirit animal, He's, I think, He's my Cormo. spirit animal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you're going to get me through. You know, when I was on Mushrooms, my friend asked me. This is turning a weird podcast. I'm starting to like. How did, what did this just become? His fucking his. Uh, <laughs> he his autobiography. All of a sudden. Gray monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He the, asked the, me on the mush- Dan Saint Germain papers. He asked me on <laughs> mushrooms, and I, you know, a personal journey, and it was through a forest. Shut the fuck up. It was a cool castle when I went inside a cold castle, with nothing in it but a skeleton of a dead king. I don't know what that means. But it's you, something I've dreamed about on mushrooms. Did you do acid before you started? No, I mean, it's just something that happened when I was on mushrooms. That's what I You went in a, cold, a real cold castle? No, or I mean, mental? it was through the quarters of my mind. So you, you were in a I mean? beer barn. I was at the Sunoco yeah. station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just you were in the, ba- the bathroom of a Target. <laughs> no. He's like... He was like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, oh, it was a skeleton of an old king. It was just a crackhead in the corner. <laughs> that was a skeleton. Anyway, I'm and I just looked at my I'm, mind. Anyway, I'm I trying saw. to take back the crown. If, I don't know what that meant either. Yeah, you're trying to be poetic, and That's you're right. fucking it up. Yeah. <laughs> How horrible is this? It's, it's not horrible. No, I mean, I can edit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But anyway, we're very glad that... Um, uh, Cormo's on the show. Thanks for having me. Well, thank well can you I tell a, you my my strategy? What's for the your weight strategy? Loss are you a good? Are you a healthy eater, Cormo? I just started since uh, like December. I feel like you only. Have you eat, lost some weight. I, I feel like yeah. Cormo. You look like you only eat grape nuts cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But I my, tend to put too much sugar on it because. Soaks it in. It's uh, right, exactly. <laughs> no, my strategy. I'm just going to start cutting stuff out. That's my 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 best friend. His wife is a uh, is a nutritionist. She says you just start cutting stuff. Cut out fries. Cut out soda. I'm going to stop drinking. I'm only going to drink water. All right. Well, it's on. Yeah, it's I on. know I'm going to beat you because I've lost this weight before. Yeah, so have I. Not I w- this much. You, yeah, I was you, down to two twenty, dude. I was. Not get down I was to at. Wait, I've been down. I, to hold on, hold on. I was at two sixty at my biggest, and I got down to two fucking twenty because I drank, started drinking way less soda. I got down to two fifteen from two sixty. And I'm told you just made that up. There's no I, way. You I, just I swear to God, post rehab. Yes, I did. All right, whatever. Hundred percent. Here, here's the thing. All right, well, you're taller than me. So, <laughs> what is that? That makes it worse. That makes it worse for me. <laughs> I thought that would help my case. No. I'm like, you're taller than me. So, yeah, yeah. Scientist Sean Tyler. Let's see what happens. Now, now I'm really, I'm on, I'm yeah, on a rampage. Yeah, I'm trying to piss you off. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm into it now. You're Fuck on a rampage. Because well, like, this is the thing. Cut to Sean Power walking. Because you, you, you go to the Simon. gym already. This is where I have the advantage. He goes to the gym already. Well, I fucked up my ankle, so I wasn't in it okay. for two weeks. So you go to the gym already. I do nothing to improve my body. <laughs> so, if I just start doing a little bit, it's going to take a big effect. That's what I'm counting on. By the seas of Gibraltar, I will (laughs) vanquish. By the seas of Gibraltar? What are you, Liam Neeson? And fucking (laughs) release the Kraken. Yeah, I will. I will. I will win this. I cannot lose. I'll I'll point out that Sean uh, 
drank a Pepsi while we recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, thank you. Well, that's thank only, you, Tom Lewis. That was before we announced the weight loss challenge. <laughs> oh, that was my last Pepsi. He actually has an a, the last one. And he also, has a IV of nerds going into his fucking <laughs> veins right now. Here's and just to make everybody understand, it wasn't just a Pepsi. It was a Mexican Pepsi, okay, yes. Tom? Okay. You can't fault anybody for drinking a Mexican soda. Sure. The, the greatest you know thing you on the You can planet. fault fat people, sure. <laughs> and I'm going to be not fat. You're going to be fat forever. Why do you got to be a fucking asshole I'm going to beat you. That's why. What? I'm going to beat you. I'm going to beat your ass in this. I can't wait to... First off, you thought I weighed more than you now, and we weighed ourselves. I'm 238, and you're 240-something. You thought you thought you were 244. 244. 246. 246. 245, all right? <laughs> also, I don't know if you know... Oh, I don't know if we ever talked about this. The way that Dan weighs himself, Cornmill, uh, the, the way that Dan weighs himself, he takes off every article of clothing, and then, and then but if he weighs himself with his clothes on, he's like, what do you think of, like, 15, 15 pounds for pants? 15 pounds for pants? 20 pounds for a hat, right? What do you do? Cornmill like, <laughs> weighs himself like the animated birds come in and they hold his fucking hair up. I've lost, I've lost 20 pounds since Christmas. So oh, I've been, nice. oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's great. Yeah. So I've, I've been fat for a long time because I... What did you do? You just started eating better. Well, I, I just d- got really sick. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was the case. That's so much easier. No, I, I looked at what people fatter than me eat and I stopped eating those things. That's a great idea. That's a great yeah. logic to it. Um, like you look towards like 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 Mexican Pepsi's. Is that what? You're <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I and kind bars that have chocolate dark. And then I, I, I I got a I started working with this choreographer and then I fell for her and I uh, we went to. Bush hey, you're still with this girl now. You were telling me that you were pronounced you pronounced your love to her, right? Yeah, Recently. that was that was one of the dumb things I did. Wait, what what happened? I I said. Uh, I said I told her I loved her, and I said her first and last name, and uh, I mispronounced her last name. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and it's like it's Smith, and he's like, "I love you, Judy Smythe." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, can you go through this? Like I'm the girl, go through this declaration. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dan's like, "Can you relive every yeah, yeah. second of?" Okay. I go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Sorry. I love you, Angela Harriel. What is her last name? Harrell. <laughs> but she she's got laugh? an eye. She's like, it's Harrell. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I'm I, drunk. I didn't mean to say that so quickly. Did she I love you back? She said that. No. She goes, I don't, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I expected. It was a little early on. But I, I'm quicker than other people sometimes. <laughs> You're like Dan. Dan's the same way. Dan professes his love. Sometimes you just need to fucking, you know, like. Hey, man, I don't fault you guys for it. I just think, you know, so I don't want you to get your hearts broken. That's well, your, it, was, you know? it was this girl. It wasn't, yeah, I didn't do it with every girl. You know, it takes me a while to build up. To, but to quote Meatloaf, and I know you're a Meatloaf fan, right? I'm a Jim, yes. Jim Steinman fan, fan yeah. okay. But sometimes. Well, that's the partner. That's his I think partner, it's right? a Jim Steinman yeah. quote then. Sometimes going. <laughs> well, he, he wrote everything for Meatloaf. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes going all the way is just the start. <laughs> that was really awkward. To... <laughs> well, I, I didn't even, think you would mean to that, even, Cormo. Even, even Cormo wasn't on board. <laughs> he was uncomfortable. He was like, I mispronounced the love of my life's name. I still wasn't that. So she, so was, she, she was. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. She said, I love you since then, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But later down, much later. Yeah. So you, oh, so you guys have been hanging out for a while. Oh, you're dating for a while. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. How long have you been together for? Since uh, mid February, I think. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. So Not that long, but yeah. We worked oh, on this, this mid-February. Yeah. Oh. 
March. Maybe no. And you said March. I love you in like January. Like March. March. Like like through. So it's only been like three months. Yeah, but she's awesome. Yeah, no, she sounds great. She's yeah. a choreographer. Yeah, we worked on a ballet together. Really? Wow. Yeah. So you did the music for it? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. No, he was dancing. <laughs> he was dancing. That's how oh, I lost did. all this yeah, weight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Audition. She said, "Go lose some weight." Wait. So fast. when you say when you say as far as you lose, because you you do. I thought you looked skinnier. And when you say you lost by watching what other what fat fat people fatter than you ate, was it like your friends or you just mean like you would just walk around just the park? Just in general. <laughs> yeah, no, the fat friends are like, why are you <laughs> hanging out with me all the time? <laughs> but it's you know we went to Bushwick Country Club and they have the the fucking cheese curls. And, oh uh, yeah. It's like I said, come meet me here because she lives not far from there. And and uh, and I was like, check it out, they got free cheese curls. She goes, I can't eat that. I'm a dancer. And I was like, well, oh, come on. No. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I shouldn't eat these either. Yeah. yeah. So I stopped. So maybe, hey, you think maybe this, hanging out with her helped also because she's oh, yeah. so healthy? The other thing, too, is she got me running outside. So I started, I, most oh, of the time yeah. I ran on a treadmill or doing the elliptical. And then. I get shin splints if I run outside. I, yeah, so I, I did, too. But for some reason, they stopped because I just kept doing it. Because of love. Yeah. Yeah. Love and I went on got tour. rid of those shin splints. And the, you uh, went on tour, and the bass player was running marathons. So I said, dude, can I run with you? And I'd get up and run with him. And then, you know, I'd kind of go, I got to stop because I'm not as good as you. Yeah, so I'm not going to do t- t- right. 10 more miles. That's great, though. Yeah. That's great, dude. Running outside made all the difference. That's what I, That's what we got to do. What a perfect our... guest to talk about our weight loss I, I know. challenge with. I know. Because he's way healthier What is the, the most romantic thing you said to this woman so far? Uh, it's got to be poetic because you're a poetic dude. Yeah, you're a great songwriter, by the way. Thanks. And then I, I have a I have a second question to that. I think I said uh um I can't believe how big my heart feels. Or I've said stuff like uh um I'm happier doing stuff now. I don't know, just shit like that. My heart is getting big myself listening to this. <laughs> I'm I'm serious, I'm falling in love with corn. <laughs> and my second stuff, when did you first do butt stuff? What no uh <laughs> <laughs> no, like, what? What do you think? Where does your, uh, you know, um, like Tom White said this about his music. He was like, my music inspired from, like, his wife said this about his music, where it was like, it's either somebody searching for redemption or damning themselves in every single song that he has, which is pretty true. Do you have like a? Do you do you have like a certain? I guess I don't want to say like a. I don't want to like get an aphorism or something like that, but do you have anything that you think is like encapsulates kind of your songwriting style? Most of my songs are are pretty positive. Yeah. And they're just I try to write joyful songs. Um tried to write one about being shit-faced. Right. <laughs> and the embarrassment you feel after you realized you lost a couple of acquaintances because you let your mouth run too long. <laughs> <laughs> but then it, as I was writing I was like I don't want to sing this all the time. Yeah. It's not yeah. cathartic and it's just going to Bring me down, so I changed it to. Uh, That's why you're not a comedian. Like comics are just like, well, this fucked up thing happened to me and it got laughed, so this is the rest of my life now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't. Bridge yeah. burnt. Yeah. But yeah, I I write breakup songs, but I can do those over and over again because they're they're sweet. And uh, oh really? Yeah. Your breakup songs are sweet. Yeah, I write nice, nice. Have you ever had bad breakups or no? Are they mostly pretty good? Yeah, I've had bad breakups. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they're mostly bad. I can't. I I believe they're all. <laughs> yeah. What, what would a good breakup be, really? I guess What's an the amicable breakup. You've been in? The last girl I was with was about twelve years. Wow. She was great. She was a. Uh, well, she still is. She's a circus performer, and she has her own. She has a motorcycle high wire act. 
Whoa. Holy Whoa. shit. Yeah. <coughs> she gave me this ring from a motorcycle rally. Oh, my God. And Does your girlfriend now like that ring that you still wear? Yeah. You she's basically, cool you have girlfriends like that everybody would want when they were six. <laughs> <laughs> I think like we all ballet. do. Yeah, yeah, totally. We all want, <laughs> you we had you want a girlfriend when you're yeah, six. So you get money and you go to Spencer's Gifts or whatever the cool thing is now yeah. in the mall, and you're like, when you're like in eighth grade, like, man, when I'm rich. I'm buying everything in the store. <laughs> yeah, but I think with but girls, you're still the same. You're like, man, I want that girl. I think you're right. It's just the way you are. Yeah, but are. they have these jobs, these awesome jobs. that. That's like Steve Martin's girl, first girlfriend in The Jerk. The oh, mother, yeah. Yes. Like, she found your special purpose. She did. She did find, yeah. Why did it end? I waited too long to ask her to marry me. Oh, wow. It was a dumb thing. And she, and that's how, and then and she was then, like, all right, later. That she moved up. Well, yeah, she we're we're still friends. She's a she's a beautiful person. She's a good she's good people. She's a saint, but just didn't work out. I'm sorry. It's all right. But you found new love. I did. Yeah. This <laughs> now you're doing the opposite. You're like, hey, you want to get married? <laughs> like originally. <laughs> you're like, I learned from my mistakes right away. Yeah, yeah. Let's just do this right now. <laughs> let's have a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna make a note of where I have to edit. <laughs> Another awkward moment to edit out later. <laughs> um, well, Sean and I do have a uh, musical history. Yeah. Um, we were well, both in bands in high school, right? I will know. Here, you were in I, Special I, Agent Gumby? I was here telling me. My, yeah, we had a band called Special Agent Gumby. I don't even know if I was technically in it because I don't know how to play any instruments. So, I <laughs> so think what did I, you do? I think I just like... I don't like. I think I might, I might have played like a tambourine or something. I don't know what I did, or like I had. I, you forget, like I forget. In the back. Yeah, I just danced in the back, kind of. Yeah, like 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 what uh what Alex told us in the last podcast. Like I I don't I I don't know how to. I would always wanted to play guitar, and I never had the. I tried. It was so hard. It's so hard dangerous. to play guitar. Can you play guitar too? I know you do piano and accordion. I can get by on guitar. I'm not really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Were yeah. You in I, a ska band. No, it was like a no, it was uh no, it was like an eighth. We were in eighth grade, like you know, ninth grade, and it came from a Far Side cartoon. <laughs> That's where it came from. It was a it's Far Side cool. cartoon where uh, they're torturing special agent, Gump, the tails of special agent, and they're stretching, and they're stretching him out, and then one. he's like, and I forget what the line is, but yeah, that's where it came from. But like my friend Tom put it together, and I think I was in it. Uh, but, or I just hung around it, whatever, and then yeah, it was pretty uh, you know, it's pretty intense. Man. Well, you were how many bands were you in, Dan? <laughs> you alright there? That's See, this is Dan. Dark. This is smoking. This is Dan right smoking. Yeah. Killing yeah. Smoking. Yeah, it's yeah. Gonna... you fucking I... Dan. You you were medically told not to stop smoking like a couple years ago, and you kept smoking. <sighs> I mean, I, I back again because I'm you know I'm putting sober time together again. So yeah, I'm and I understand that, but you know, what, what do you want me to do? You want me to do everything at the same time? It's just that, the, dude. You literally you have the worst. I know, I you, have like, you have like a sixty year old smoker's cough at fucking thirty years old. I know. I I gotta fucking get it together. <laughs> You're not making it easier by reminding me. Well, you know, <laughs> Nobody I'm, who smokes cigarettes needs to hear, you know, those kill you. I know <laughs> they fucking But that's kill not me. what I'm saying. That's not what I I'm saying. I know I gotta stop. Yeah. I know. But. <laughs> As he grabs his inhaler. As. <laughs> well, I was asking you about your bands. Were you, in a, were you in a bunch of bands before you went solo? Were you in a bunch of. Uh, yeah. A bunch of bands when you were way younger and stuff that like kind of shaped what your musical style was. Yeah, I was in a rock. I started in a country band when I, I uh, when I first moved to Kentucky. Oh, that's and then, cool. Uh, Bluegrass? No, it was just like we did Hank, Hank Williams Jr. cover. And, oh, nice. And uh, then I joined. Then me and my brother started a band with our friends, and we did uh, 
you know, just like regular rock covers and like Jim, when we played Jimi Hendrix, we thought he was great. He still is. Yeah. He's dead, but it, <laughs> his music's great. still great. He's great. His ghost is great. Then I, then I started getting in, into metal, started playing in metal bands, and then... Uh, so you've done everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, All that's left is rap. You just need your rap duo. What's that? You just need your rap duo, your hip-hop duo. That's then, on the back burner. Uh, yeah, yeah. Things to do. We'll get there. He, he opened a show that we were doing, doing Kid Rock covers. That oh, that's great. right. Yeah, yeah. But they probably sounded better than they Kid Rock. better than yeah, Kid yeah. Rock. Oh, he's really good. I, 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 would, I would defend him. <laughs> He's, he's, I like Kid Rock. You like Kid Rock, like genuinely. Genuinely, I like Kid Rock. Get in the pit if you want to love someone. (laughs) 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 But he puts it out there. He, I had to do a, I had to do a uh, Limp Bizkit cover once for an MTV thing, and I tried to have an open mind about that album, but it was so heartless. It was the worst. There was nothing there that. It's just one of he those put days where you don't want to wake up. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. <laughs> there was nothing. Nothing. It was like he just, yeah. But at least well, Kid Rock puts his, you know, it's whether poetry. whether it's lowbrow right. feelings, it's still feelings. He's not bad. Well, you know, he's not great either. He's not great, but I'm not a huge fan. But what? And you would, and you'd be on all these tour buses, right? Would it be a lot of hijinks would happen. You're telling me you missed a tour once? Cause yeah, you, I. Uh, it was Ben Folds' tour. That's awesome. You're fucking mm. opening for Ben Folds. That's huge. What was it like getting that call where you're like, oh, shit. This- well, the reason I got it, my my mom was really sick in Kentucky, so I was Sorry flying back and forth to Nashville, and Ben Folds was on my flight. And I always, you know, I always carry a CD with me just in case, and that was the just in case. Wow. So I was like, is that Ben Folds? It can't be. So I walked up and I glanced at his bag and it said Ben Folds. It's like, it's fucking Ben Folds. <laughs> so I said, hey, sorry, I don't mean to be that guy, but can I give you a CD? I really like your stuff. And he's like, oh, yeah. And then uh, I uh, he asked asked me to open for him. That's, oh, well. That's basically what every everybody, every musician wants that to happen to them. It sounds like, the, you know, and it's the most annoying thing. For someone to go, dude, I like you. Can you can I give you a CD? And he said, he goes, I get that all the time, but for some reason I wanted to listen to this and I liked it. So there you go. That's awesome. He's a super super nice nice guy. <coughs> he's That's very, really cool. He's very helpful. So the uh, and you you open for him for how long? You do you still open for them or? No, I haven't. Him? I haven't in a while. Um, I went and saw him a, a couple weeks ago. He did a he did a ballet in Nashville. So me and my girlfriend went to go see uh, his ballet. You hung out with him afterwards. A little bit, yeah. yeah. Um, but he, yeah, he's he's he. Uh, I would maybe two or three tours I did with him. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, wow. Then we recorded that's a lot. A, uh, it's good money, darkness right? cover. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I, nah. I mean, <coughs> you can live off it though. On right after the tour, I can coast a little bit. Yeah, 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 not, yeah. Not for too long. I, uh, I don't. Crew makes good money. Right. Yeah. The crew on the tour. On tour, yeah, I got a friend that would just tell me he's making three figures as a production manager. I oh, said, wow. wow. I I went in the hole for the first time after my last tour. He said, well, that's because you're a musician. <laughs> wow, that's wow. crazy. I was like, well, yeah, well. That's like comedy. Because like, you have to like feature. That's like featuring for comedy. Oh, featuring. You can't make a living featuring. No, you can't do it. That's why they use local guys all the time. I think it's just out of pity. Back in the day, it was you could you could make money up because it was the same money, but it was twenty right, it was thirty years ago. Fucking long dead. Yeah, like when you tour, you don't make that much. Like tour is a headliner deal. Tour is your headliner deal, right? But even then, it's like it's nice. Like 
you know, like, uh, like, you know, let's say like you're starting at touring or whatever, you get 1500 for a weekend, not bad or whatever, but then you got to figure, okay, well then 300 of that's gone because of uh, uh manager and yeah, agent. Yeah. And then, you know, you got to take at least the, tra- well, they give you travel stipend. So you usually make half that because then you take a little away from taxes. But then I find a lot of the stuff that I will put away from taxes, I'll get back for that because I, I get money taken out of that other stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's not like no one's making money hand over fist anymore. You know what I mean? Except for if you're like fucking Katy Perry or some shit. Or if you're on guy code. Or if you're on guy code. You they, know? They, I don't they, even they think must... that's fuck you money. Although uh, I was on, for colleges, yes, I bet you. I, I was on four episodes of that and got fired. So <laughs> another classic. Did they give you a reason for that or they just backed out of it? Well, I was also going through. I was drinking a lot at that time, I think. Oh, I know what this story is. <sighs> yeah, I think I already told it. Where like a, but, you know, I got cast in Best Week every year later, and I'm very grateful I was on that for over a year. And, then, you know, that show ended. I think we talked about that last episode. But uh, um, I'm in a very sullen mood today. You are, yeah. <laughs> I, it's understandable. I understand, but it's okay. But, uh, yeah, I was on for a couple episodes. I just wasn't that good on it. And then, like, one time, like, a beer fell out of my pocket when I was, like, coming to meet the producers. <laughs> just rolled across three, four, five Hudson. I'll talk about it now because it's so many years away. And I've well, worked with like them so many times. I don't fit what? in with that show because I don't think there's a real difference. What was the show called again? Guy it's called Code. Guy Code. It's, like, for, like, it's basically, <laughs> it's not just for guys. Kids. It's for high school uh, girls. <laughs> yeah, watch it. I don't believe that there's a difference between men and women relationships. I believe that somebody has the power in the beginning, and that person usually keeps it. You know, like uh, and uh, you know more power, uh, and it switches. I mean, it definitely can switch back and forth. But somebody always loves the other person more than they love them. <laughs> wow. Uh, what, the what, end. What, yeah. What mark was that on the uh, time thing? Timestamp. Timestamp. Uh, anyway. Uh, so no, I don't think. We're uh, and then it. we all die, and that's it. Fifteen minute insi- episode. Do you know how insignificant we are, really, as a people. <laughs> as a people. Is <laughs> the Navajo race? <laughs> um, so you got left off this tour bus. Yeah. Well, I'll say this because he was. I didn't have to fend for myself in the UK. I got to ride on it. They were nice enough to let me ride on their bus. So I saved a lot of money that way. And uh, so me and the bus driver became really good friends. And uh, so I wake up early because, you know, I'm used to day jobs getting up right. at six. Yeah. So it's no different when I have normal right. touring life, which isn't normal for me. So I, I wake up at seven. I sleep in. Then I get up and everybody's still asleep. I get off the bus because the UK sandwiches are fucking amazing, even out of the out of the convenience store. Yeah, that guy agreed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got I got two two sandwiches. I was all set. Was getting ready to get, and I saw the bus driver, and I I said, gave him this look like, "Don't leave me. Look at me. Don't <laughs> he leave me." Says, Fuck you. Take off. <laughs> so I go to the bathroom. I get my sandwiches. I walk out. The bus is gone. I was like, oh. Oh. and you just get that initial feeling like. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so I walk around just to make sure he didn't pull out just to whatever. And then I was like, oh, he's gone. Then I just went back in and ate my sandwiches. Because <laughs> they were really good. <laughs> Thought of my next next plan. So then I just sat yeah, there and waited. Why the, let these sandwiches go to waste? <laughs> yeah. What's good? I got it. Yeah. So then I just waited and looked for Ben Foles was playing tea in the park in Scotland that day. And I wasn't, when he plays festivals, I don't play. I just hang yeah. out. So uh, I looked for people that looked like they were going to a festival. 
at the at the gas service station. estate. Yeah, at the gas station. So I saw these two girls with like purple hair, and like a <coughs> the kind of car that only young people can will buy because it's a shit car. So I was like, oh, these t- girls are definitely going. So I walked up while they're pumping gas. I go, hey, uh, are you guys going to tea in the park? And they're like, yeah. And I go, my tour bus just left me. Could I catch a ride with you? And they said, uh, oh, well, we don't think that's a good idea because you're a man and we're two young girls. <laughs> very I think that's very safe. <laughs> that's a very straightforward way to say that. And I go, okay, okay. Um, all right. Uh, and she goes, but but we're, but Scottish people are really nice. Um, uh, I'm sure you'll find a ride. I go, yeah, it's working out great so far. <laughs> Yeah, I found zero rides so far. So this guy goes, this guy goes, I'll take you just from behind me. And I go, huh? It was this guy named Jose who was Mexican that moved to Scotland. Really? Yeah. And so I got in, I got uh, in the car with him and his girlfriend. And then, and they, they said, well, we're, we're going, but we got to make a bunch of stops. I was like, well, I've got nowhere to be. I just got to get there sometime today. Yeah. It's really appreciative and they're really nice. So we drove, and I got to know them, and then uh, <clears throat> they had to drop me off about a mile outside of the venue, and uh, so I got out of the, I got out of the car, and then uh, oh, here's the other part too. I left my phone on uh, left my phone on the bus, charging, so there's no way I could let them know that I was not on the bus. For all they knew, I was just sleeping in my bunk because I had the day off. <laughs> so I get out, I get out, I start walking, I make new friends, so we start drinking on the way to the, because so, yeah. you can drink outside down, out the, down there. Yeah. So somebody shares a beer with me, I'm wa- we're walking. Then I get to the festival, and it's, you know, it's a huge festival. And it's, you know, imagine trying to talk yourself into, I don't know, Bonnaroo. Let me in for free. I don't have a ticket. Right. <laughs> it's like right. that. Oh, yeah, you have to convince them. There's no way. Right, right. It was like it was pretty tightly run. It wasn't like yeah. just like walk up on the field and and, and check sure. it out. Carry yeah, just stuff. let me so in. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, I'm I'm with the festival. All right, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to be here. Ben Folds. Ben Folds. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one of the headliners I'm, of the ben festival. Ben Folds is my friend. <laughs> you gotta let me in. <laughs> you sound like a lunatic. Yeah. I mean, granted, maybe it helped helped because I had an American accent. And, yeah. But. Uh, um, so I walk up and I go, look, here's my here's my deal. I got left off the tour bus. I don't have my cell phone. I got to get in there. Uh, <laughs> I I just if if I said if there's a way, can I borrow the computer that you're sitting in front of, and email the tour manager? And he goes, ah, oh, uh, we're not hooked up to the internet. I was like, what? He said, well, we're just. Uh, we're just connected throughout the festival. We're not hooked to the internet. And I go, oh, so what are we gonna what are we gonna do about this? And uh, he said, well, I'll give you a v- v- I'll give you a VIP pass to the VIP area. And uh, <laughs> okay, well, let's do that. And uh, part of me is thinking, how the fuck am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> but it was My, like that yeah. switch, like yeah. fixing the cars. <laughs> like I gotta fucking get in there. So I, I, you know, it it was it was not unlike. Being Obi Wan, I hate to use Star Wars references, but <laughs> that's a, that's the first one that popped in my head. Anyway, so yeah, so I go into the VIP area, and I'm like, now what do I do? I don't know where to fucking go. And I, so I, uh, it's like enormous this thing. It's like well, the VIP area is like you know, and I got plus in my wallet, I've only got like like six pounds. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna get a beer. 
I go get a beer, <laughs> try to think about what to do next. Because I'm trying to relax and not get over overwhelmed by this. Because yeah, I mean, I'm on tour. Yeah, and I'm having an adventure trying to find. Benfolds. Yeah. Tracking I'm, down Benfolds in this giant festival. At first I was panicking, but then I thought, man, this is going to be really fun trying to get back to where I'm supposed to be. And uh, so I'm sitting there drinking, and then this girl, Irish girl that I know, comes over. She goes, Like Irish, Irish. Like Irish, Irish yeah. like from Belfast. She goes, yeah. Cornmo. And she's shit faced. She goes, Cornmo, <laughs> why are you here? She goes, I brought sandwiches. So we had sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> this is a sandwich full day. And she had whiskey, so we drank. And I, you know, I if you're in a if you're in a fucking pickle, just enjoy yourself, I guess. I don't know. So I started to do that and I go and so So you go on magical adventures. <laughs> I try so hard to. <laughs> you to get yourself a side. Otherwise I'm behind a desk. <laughs> yeah. So then I said I said, here's my I told her my whole situation. She goes, Oh fuck them! Let's go over to the press tent. I was like, "What? What's that?" She goes, "Well, I'm here with press." Even though she was shit faced, and she's a sweet, sweet person. Who's and trivia? Her her grandmother was best friends with Roger Moore. Oh, that's cool. And yeah. So that's that was a great story. So, anyways, we go to the press <laughs> tent, and she goes, "Yeah, the press has internet. We're we're more connected than the people actually work here." So then I emailed him, and then. Uh, he didn't get back right away. I think, and I think he finally said, "We're over here, wherever this is." I said, "Come with me. Let's go find where I'm supposed to go." <laughs> Come with so me to find Ben Folds. <laughs> so we walked around, and nobody knows where anything is. There's this guy, you know, right. the one guy that just happens to be directing traffic. That's the fucking wizard that told us where to go. <laughs> so then, I find another person who's got one of those things that walkie-talkies. She's yeah. really pretty, so I liked hanging out with her, and. Uh, so my friend Laura left us. She had to go back to the press tent, and she and uh, so I'm hanging out with this this other Scottish girl with the thing on. She goes, "I've got this guy Cornmo. He's he's with Ben Folds. He's got to find Ben Folds." <laughs> and then she turns to me. She goes, "Do you like Kaylee music?" <laughs> I was like, "Actually, I do." She goes, "Let's go to a Kaylee tent." And I was like, first of all, aren't you working?" And I was What's like, "Kaylee music is what Irish music? It's like Irish music." Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, I fucking love that shit." So I was like. I'll go with this pretty girl and listen to Kaylee music. So we went, and I listened to Kaylee music for a while, and I was like, I'm kind of in no hurry anymore. A little anxious, but less anxious now. So then, uh, finally, she goes, oh, okay. And uh, she gets on her thing. She we found where you're supposed to go. So I went to the tent, <laughs> found the sound guys, and they just kind of looked at me like, oh, I guess you just got out of bed. But they came from the bus to the thing. <laughs> and then I said, hey, where's the bus? And they're like, huh? And they, so I went and found the bus, knocked on the, knocked on the bus. Well, first off, I, I get to the, to the tent that gets to the buses and I meet, finally met up with the tour manager. And he's like, man, I don't know how the fuck you got here from where you were. And, uh, the girl behind the desk was going to give me my new pass. She goes, okay, so I'm going to tell you something. These passes don't have a T on the back. So you might have some trouble getting in here because it doesn't have an extra T on the back. And he said, he just fucking talked himself into a festival full of 300,000 people. I think, he, <laughs> I think he can get from here to there with a, without a, quote, T on the back, whatever that meant. So I go in and knock on the door, and and uh, I notice that the uh, the bay door with all the instruments was unlocked. And I, and I go, uh, hey, uh, hey, Paul. Um, he goes, uh, I had to wake him up because they sleep during the day so he can drive at night. He's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? The, the bay doors open. He goes, and I need the key to get inside. He goes, oh, you got to fucking talk to somebody else. And I go, when you wake up, I got to tell you a story. And he goes, oh, you got to fucking tell me now. 
And I said, uh, you left me at the gas station. And his anger for me waking him up just turned into like uh, him being extremely apologetic. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, no, no. And then Ben Folds' band walked up and the drummer came up and said, you're my fucking hero. I can't believe, I just heard what happened. <laughs> and I got so excited. I was like, tomorrow... I'm going to do the same thing, except I'm going to throw my wallet on the bus, too, and see what happens, how I can get to the next kid. It was so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, man. oh dude, yeah. Well, right before, I, right before we had to head out, uh, the band that I was in was a Rage Against the Machine-type cover band where I only did it one rehearsal. And they and I just yelled about my parents, but in like a Zach Delarocha voice. I didn't realize he was actually talking about communism. <laughs> uh, and uh, about- then they got me, got rid of me <laughs> after one fucking rehearsal. And I'm still friends with them. Zach Dorfman, fuck you for that. But <laughs> still one of my good friends from high school. They got after one rehearsal. They said they were like, we don't think it's working out. No, and I had a way better voice than the guy. You know, sorry, John, but I had a way better voice than you. <laughs> And uh, I don't know why I did it. Anyway, Cornwell, uh, is there anything? This is going to be coming out probably in um, like uh, August, July or August. Yeah. Sorry, we're a little backward. Is there anything you want us to uh, mention? Uh, I have an album out. It's oh, awesome! It's called "The Purchase of the North Pole." It's it's uh, based on a Jules Verne novel, and the artwork is uh, done by my friend Pat Roberts, and centers around uh, conspiracy theories, but in a Jovial way, not a serious. <laughs> you know, those light, fun conspiracy things. Light, lighthearted, like Bohemia Grove. It's very lighthearted. <laughs> fun songs. We did a ballet out of it, but the, yeah, the album the album is still fresh and it's good. And, awesome. Uh, yeah. Cool, man. That's great. You can go, do you have a website where we can check out your tour dates? Cornmo.com. Cornmo.com. Check Cornmo. out Cornmo.com. And you know what, Cornmo? It's funny you should mention the album because I have an album out right now. It's called <laughs> Bad at the Good Times on a Special Thing Records. So please. Uh, it's we'll so natural. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you can see uh, Sean, SeanDonnelly.com. SeanDonnellyComedy.com. And DanceIntermain.net. Subscribe to us on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Yes. Email us. Yeah. Sound- All Things Comedy Network. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check that. it out. Dumb Friends Cast. Dumb on Twitter. Friends Cast on Twitter. Phil Collins is the music. So thank you, Phil guys. Phil Collins. No, Phil. Phil, Phil Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> coughing up any memory you just, that I have. Tom, you just add a Phil Collins song to the No Mo. Yeah. No Mo. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Corbin. I appreciate it. No jacket <laughs> required. Hey, everybody. Corn Mo was kind to share with us a track off of his album, The Purchase of the North Pole. So here you go. Have a listen to Here Come the Shine Shines. Thanks, Cornmo.
That was Cornmo's Here Come the Shine Shines off of his new album. Find out more about Cornmo at cornmo.com. C-O-R-N-M-O dot com. In upcoming appearances of our hosts, Dan St. Germain is going to be performing at Florida State University this coming Friday, July 25th. Find out more about his shows at dansaintgermain.net. Find out more about Sean Donnelly's shows at seandonnellycomedy.com. And for me, Thomas Attila Lewis, you can see me Wednesday, July 23rd at Union Hall in Brooklyn, New York City. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of the My Dumb Friends podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review and give us a rating. It'd really help us out. Please follow us on Twitter at DumbFriendsCast. And you can send us an email at MyDumbFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. The My Dumb Friends Podcast is part of the All Things Comedy Network. To hear other great comedy podcasts, go to allthingscomedy.com. Our opening and closing music is by Phil Pickens. You can find more of his music at philpickens.com. P-I-C-K-E-N-S. Please beat the medic said they marry you, all right? Throw in the towel, you made us real proud tonight. Just said no father, I know when I've been beat. I still have another round left in me So lift me up Lift me up Lift me up Toronto Mayor Rob Ford, President of the World 2016